Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Well, we are used to having rare and unique endemic species in Aotearoa. You probably immediately think of birds or plants or insects or lizards. But how about an endemic microorganism? What is a microorganism? Good question. Well, it can move through water and soils. It can ride air currents. So actually finding one that's endemic and stranded in New Zealand would be a world first. University of Canterbury scientist Professor Matthew Stott has done exactly that. He joins me now. Hi, Matthew. Uh, Good afternoon, Jesse. How are you? Really good. Congratulations. And can you explain to us how big a deal this is? Certainly, certainly, and thank you. Um, in the microbial world, in the bacterial and archaeal world, um, you know, microorganisms get everywhere. If you think of the, kind of the rule of thumb would be uh, if you have a like environment anywhere in the world, you have the same microbial species. Um, that's because microorganisms can travel through the air, they can move through water, they can hitch, uh, ride on the back of backpacks and feet and mm-hmm. birds and all kinds of things. They can get everywhere. And so... Um, we expect to see uh, microorganisms of the same species all over the world. And so what was really interesting when we did a, a rather large survey of a um, hot springs across the Topol volcanic zone was we found uh, a genus of bacterium known as Vibrio that was um, that was only found in, in the Topol volcanic zone. And no matter how we, hard we tried to search for it elsewhere <laughs> around the world, we just couldn't find any evidence that it had um, moved beyond New Zealand. And is that because of the extreme conditions in its native environment? We think so. It certainly makes it harder to move. You think about um, uh, being able to move around from one ecosystem to the next ecosystem. So if, if you're if you like 70 degrees Celsius and pH 5, which this microorganism does, uh, it's hard to find that kind of <laughs> island, that stepping stone to actually go to a new location. So you know, it lands in a sheep paddock, it's not really going to grow. Um, and so that's certainly something that might restrict its ability to, 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 to move around the world. But certainly there are microorganisms that we find in the Topol volcanic zone, that we find in Yellowstone, that we find in, uh, New Ze- mm. um, in Japan and Iceland. So they can still move around, it just takes them a lot longer. And you've got to remember this is on geological scales. Not uh, not it takes a week to move from one place to the next. <laughs> yeah, is this um, something that you were looking for, or did you find it by accident? Total total accident. We we as I said, we were doing this this large study called the Thousand Springs Project, just trying to catalogue what was there and whether you know. We always assumed that New Zealand had some unique communities, but we didn't expect to find uh, unique microorganisms. And we just were going through the top, list of the top ten, and this one happens to be the top one or two organisms in New Zealand, in, in the geothermal areas anyway. And we, um, and, yeah, and in, um, we were just dumbstruck that we couldn't find it elsewhere in the world. And it's, we questioned our ability to do science um, when you look at that because you expect to find it everywhere. But uh, no matter how, we, how we, we looked, we just couldn't find it. So it was a really cool 
Google discovery. Yeah. How do you look in other places? I presume you're not flying from hot spring to hot spring. Um, no, that would be really nice. Yeah. Basically, it's done with a molecular technique, looking at, um, at, at databases. So you, you, there are methodologies out there now where we can extract DNA from the environment. It's called eDNA. And so you can actually look for signatures of microorganisms just through someone else extracting the DNA and, and looking for particular marker genes within, within the community. And so we spent a bunch of time just going through global databases and weren't able to find them. Yeah. There's some, I, I suspect, I mean, it feels very unlikely that this microorganism hasn't, um, hasn't travelled elsewhere in the world. Um, so we expect to perhaps find it in, in some locations, perhaps that it hasn't had this, these DNA extractions to have occurred. You know, you could think of the islands, Fiji, Samoa, maybe New Caledonia, even the, the West Islands in Australia, they've got some hot springs there that potentially this lot microorganism might be, you know, living in, but um, hasn't been investigated by scientists yet. So there's always a possibility that it's elsewhere. And this microorganism, um, have you named it, by the way, or do you not get to do that? Um, this one was, we found it um, about... 10, 15 years ago, um, the University of Waikato researchers and collaborators of mine um, found and described it um, yeah, eight years ago, 10 years ago. So, so um, Okay, that's already done. Get to name it. Yeah. yeah, and, and so is it, it's interesting because it's endemic to New Zealand. Is it interesting in any other way when you look at it um, close up? Um, it's, it does, some, uh, apart from you know, growing at high temperatures, it, it grows in hydrogen as its favourite food. It requires sulphur. Um, it, in order to grow. So if you don't provide it hydrogen and sulfur, it definitely won't grow. Um, it te- tends to like pH 5, which is a little bit acidic. So there are a couple of interesting characteristics about it, but some of the research that we want to do on it is to look at more variations or versions of this organism, different species of this genus, and um, try and understand what its physiology is and what it can do so get a better idea of what might be the reasons that it, it's become stranded in New Zealand easy to get emotionally attached to the idea of uh, conserving bird species, protecting even native insects, but um, this kind of raises another issue or another area of importance, doesn't it? Um, And that's conservation of uh, these tiny ecosystems and the things that live within them. Exactly. So so all of these geothermal systems, actually any ecosystem in New Zealand, all is made up of hundreds of millions of microorganisms, you know, up to a billion bacteria per gram of soil. And so, and these microorganisms drive ecosystem function. So in order to try and understand how ecosystems work, we need to understand the organisms that are living in there. And, you know, if we have unusual organisms um, that do specific activities within geothermal systems in New Zealand, we need to be able to understand them and make sure that they're conserved and, and, and protected so we don't lose them. Are they under threat at all, microorganisms like these? Um, we don't know. We don't think so, but there's, there's always the possibility that there's a, an organism that's located at a, a single hot spring that is really unusual. Um, and, you know, if that unusual chemistry changes, that that microorganism may not live any, anymore there. But um, I suspect the answer is probably no, but it's, it's, it's certainly not... Been in the Vibrio, this microorganism that we've been talking about, it's it's all throughout the Topol volcanic zone, which is which is good from a, I, I guess a endemic New Zealand perspective. Yeah, and just to clarify, I mean, you say it's um 
it's really surprising that it hasn't popped up in other places. But given it, the conditions that it likes and the food that it needs, would there be any other any way it could possibly leave New Zealand? Well, that, that's certainly one of the one of the questions that we have. Lots of microorganisms are really good at entering, uh, like uh, a hibernation, where they where they stop growing, but they just maintain themselves. Mm. They use like fat stores, if you if you if you will, as a reasonable analogy. So they just slowly metabolize that in order to make sure that they 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 don't die, and they can actually travel long distances and over a long period of time, not doing much at all. And so there's certainly possibilities that they could hitchhike over a long period of time and move from one place to the next to the next. How they do it, we just don't know, and that's what we're trying to aim to try and understand the next couple of years. You've written a paper outlining the mysteries of Veneni Vibrio, published in the journal uh, Nature Communications. Are you expecting it to make a big splash? Uh, we're always hoping to, hoping to. I think the main thing for us is, is to try and advertise that, you know, or maybe even reiterate that New Zealand's a pretty special place and um and you know we have we should be proud of our endemic organisms and and we've expanded that to microorganisms now which i think is pretty exciting so hopefully a splash in new zealand um and you know maybe a splash globally would be good to to kind of highlight microbiology yeah might be a while before this one shows up on a souvenir tea towel though you reckon <laughs> totally <laughs> we can always try okay uh hey well done Great chat, and um, thank you for explaining this to us, and good luck with your next big discoveries. Thank you, Chet. It's been a pleasure. University of Canterbury scientist Professor Matthew Stott on a new endemic species of microorganism here in Aotearoa. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.